We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We have Zimmerman, Moriello, and McCarthy back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. McCarthy, I have another update here in about 26 and a half minutes. NFL training camps are open. All the big headline today, Golden Tate. Four-game suspension. They say PED, performance-enhancing drugs. Tate said he was taking fertility drugs. They notified the NFL before the positive test. And as I was talking about last hour, and I keep thinking about this all day because I've been listening to Jody Mack and other shows on CBS Sports Radio, don't you think you could pick up the phone? Or you're an NFL player, and now he's a member of the Giants that you call your team doctor, your team trainer, that you call them and say, look, me and my wife are trying to have a baby. We're going to use fertility drugs. What ones can I use? Okay? Now, with confidentiality with doctors, you know, Golden could allow the team doctor to talk to his doctor. But he does it, then they try and say they did it. And let's be honest, folks. This is a game, and especially in baseball, in the NFL, where you can look at the size of these dudes. You You can go look old school NFL films. You can look new school. It's who gets caught. It's a game that you're willing to risk getting caught because you're not going to give up your career and all your money for getting busted. But if those performance-enhancing drugs can help you avoid getting caught, then you can get a nice free agent deal. And you might miss four games, so you miss a quarter of your paycheck for that year. But let's say you're getting 10 mil. You're still getting seven and a half million, and you took something. Look at baseball. L- look at these names that just disappeared, fell off the radar. I'm not going to go through all the names because you know what? I'm not a doctor, and I don't have medical reports, and I don't know officially who was taken or who was really working out hard. But you can look. Guy hits 50 homers, and... Three years later, he's out of baseball. You can, NFL, the the size and speed and strength of these guys, and I get they're committed to working out, and they have probably since they were in high school. So you work out for 10 years, you can build a pretty good body. But the wear and tear, the recovery, from all the former pro athletes I've talked about, it's not so much taking it, to, you know, roid up, right? You know, just look like Lou Ferrigno or some bodybuilder. It's about taking it for the muscle production for recovery. In other words, getting your body back ready to play. And they used to mask it by having just pills for the guys to take and basically speed And I've heard this from some major leaguers, former major leaguers, and these guys would just get through the day 
on amphetamines, which is basically speed. It's who gets caught. You know, my brother was the second-round pick of the Brewers, and he had buddies who they were using performance-enhancing drugs, and some got major league deals, and they cashed out, and they stopped taking after they got their big deal, and they were done. That's the world we live in. It's like looking at McGuire and Sosa and all the syringes were being thrown at Sammy, home and away. But Mark McGuire was Paul Bunyan, right? I think the, the most overlooked conversation, well, for the NFL, it was concussions for a while. And, oh, look how much they talked about deflated footballs. Because they are really good at diversions. If it's Greg Hardy and Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice, oh, wait a minute, we have deflated footballs. Concussion era, uh, we're going to talk about uh, replay. They're good at it. They are, they are good at diversions. The Shield is very good at that. I think the most overlooked thing in pro football modern-day history is how many guys are taking something per team in the league. I don't know. And I'm not going to throw names, and I'm going to say, well, that guy doesn't look, there's no way that's natural. No way that's natural. No, I'm... These guys are just... And it used to be, back in the day, right? So I'm... I graduated 1980, late 70s, early 80s. You could see the guys on roids, right? They had the, like, extra calf on both sides of their neck. <laughs> you, you knew. Here it's like, okay, Golden Tate is a small, quick receiver. I'm not saying he, he says fertility, and I'll believe him. I'm not his doctor. I wasn't there until it's proven wrong. I'll believe him. But if you're a, a small guy, it's... A baseball player, we'll, we'll, we'll just say Bob Baseball. And he's taking it because he's getting older and he needs to recover to be able to play. Or for that workout to get that free agent deal. I don't think it's just the guys who are. Because if, if sports was just about juicing, performance-enhancing drugs, and the biggest guy, you know, Mark McGuire had baseball skills. You know, played at USC when he was... Much thinner. If it was just, you know, shooting up or pills or performance-enhancing drugs or HGH, whatever, then everybody would just do it and it'd be simple to get the best football and baseball players. You still need athletic ability. But in the NFL, what has hardly ever been a conversation? Performance-enhancing drugs. And I think, and I'm not a doctor... But between the speed, the power of the game, that era of Lyle Zato, Mike Webster, the CTE, everything, I, nothing that's been discussed. And I've talked with Dr. Ed Cornolia, who's a sports medicine doc here in Michigan on my statewide show numerous times. I said, has anybody ever looked at the correlation between possibly the steroid era into the performance-enhancing drugs era and it's possible connection to all these issues where these players just go off the deep end. 
connected to CTE and brain issues. I'm not a doctor. I don't have a report I could post right now at Saturday Huge on Twitter or Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. But I also can step back and say, did I care if, you know, it's like Bonds. He still has, you know, him and Griffey have, you know, Will Clark too. I think three of the sweetest swings ever, right? I, if a guy, if Golden Tate did take something and it wasn't the fertility drugs he's talking about, can I watch him and, and, and not call him a cheater? Yes. Was he doing it for a recovery? And we don't know. Does it give you a, you know, does it give you a, a step that you need when you're getting older? I, I don't, I've never held bonds. He still, you have to put the bat on the ball. You know, when I hear John Vanderwall, who played with bonds in San Francisco, and John had a great career with the Yankees, Padres, calls West Michigan home, he told me Barry Bonds was one of the best teammates, him and Jeter, that he ever had. I'll, I'll listen to him than just the media piling on, but then bonds is a cheater and all my. But Mark McGuire has never been labeled in the same category as Bonds. Sosa and Bonds have been hammered. And, you know, I don't like to play the race card, but it's pretty obvious when you look at how McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds were treated. But then Clemens got ripped. But Clemens was still great. You see Clemens pitch at Texas? See Clemens pitch when he was coming up with the Red Sox? I, I, the performance-enhancing drugs don't bother me. I, baseball purists seem to be the only ones bothered by performance-enhancing drugs. In track and field, obviously, right? NFL fans, NFL media... You know, Golden Tate was a story today. It's You know, he's now playing for the Giants, and it's training camp. And after a couple of days of training camp, you're looking for daily storylines. But in the NFL, media, writers, bloggers, talk show hosts, the performance-enhancing drugs isn't frowned upon or getting caught as much as in baseball. Now you have the purists because of records that can be broken, whether it's strikeouts, whether it's Cy Young's, if you're a pitcher and you're taking something. It's like Bonds. I just I, I could watch that dude swing all day, like Griffey Jr. Will Clark going old school. I go and take, I, I'll believe him till the NFL says it's wrong. Taking fertility drugs. But I still don't know why you wouldn't pick up the phone and call the team doctor. Or why the NFL doesn't have a medical specialist where all the players, what do you have, 53 a team, I think, right? 32 teams? That these guys could send a text, their doctors could contact this person, and they could tell them if what they're taking is deemed to be legal. Simple and easy. Uh, we did throw out our first huge question of the night. I was talking about the NFL and being excited about training camps and everything going on. That if I'm the NFL, 
my next collective bargaining deal, which they'll try and get done before the 2020 season, even though a lot of people think they won't, I would start the season mid-August, second, third week of August, add one regular season game, then add an extra bye week for rest, relaxation for your players. And I would own August because there's nothing going on yet. You got the FedEx Cup and you got baseball, right? Some will say, well, the weather, come on. Man, the weather is a factor everywhere. Now let's go to Thomas in Dallas, listening on 105.3 FM. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Thomas. I think we lost him, but he said his comment was, can't start NFL season early because of weather. But you can play the preseason games? So the people still can pay big money and uh, money to park, and you can play uh, end of July Canton for the Hall of Fame game? But you can't, it couldn't be a regular season game? I don't buy that, not at all. So you can join in one 855 cbs That's one 855 212 at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. More huge in minutes. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, one 855 is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. We do have Zimmerman, Moriello, McCarthy. We have another update here in about seven minutes. First huge question of the night. Uh, would it be a good move for the NFL to move the start of the regular season to the second or third week of August? And then tell me a reason why they shouldn't move it. Nobody's given me a good reason. I know the caller from Dallas said weather. No, then why are you playing the preseason games? Why? There are too, too many preseason games. That's it. And I think... Roger Goodell, the NFL owners know that. And TV networks know it. And the TV networks are paying billions. And they're going to want more regular season games. So you expand the rosters by a couple, three players. Go to 17 games, give a bye week, everybody will be happy. So you with me or against me on starting the NFL season earlier? one 855 cbs That's one 855 Two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Some tweets coming in. A lot of you, and thanks for chiming in on Twitter. I said that I noticed that they don't mention Belichick by name, that the New England coach, as they refer to him, doesn't even look like Belichick. And Aaron Crow starts a trail of listeners who responded at Saturday Huge, it's always been New England coach in Madden instead of the hood. Is there a reason why Zimmerman, could you Google that? Why Belichick isn't mentioned? Because I guess the coaches would have to give the permission because they're not part 
of the National Football League Players Association. And Thomas McGuire tweets at Saturday Huge, listening in Pennsylvania. Sounds like the staff at EA Sports needs to go back and adjust their algorithm. 93.7 The Fan. Talking about the Madden 20 CBSSports.com simulation. And I'll go through them in the next segment, but I teased them a little bit that they had the Patriots 7 and 9. They had the Steelers 5, 10, and 1. I guess, you know, because AB was a cover boy for the game. They have the Browns at 13 and 3. And like I said, they had the Browns losing to the Cowboys in the Madden 20, CBSSports.com. They play the entire season, okay? They have the Steelers at 5, 10, and 1. They have the Patriots at 7 and 9. They have the Bills winning the AFC East. Now, I think the Bills could be a 9-7 and seven team. I really do. They have the Chargers 12-3-1. Was that with or without Melvin Gordon? So I'll, I'll go through what their playoff was. It's pretty cool. You know, again, because we're just, it's part of how I got to my question. I'm tickled to death to be on air talking football. I am. I love it. College pro that the holiday Labor Day weekend followed by the NFL opening week. There's nothing better in sports. Hey, man, I love the NCAA tournament and March Madness, but there's nothing better than that first full weekend of college football right through Labor Day. Then the NFL kicks off on Thursday and it wraps up on Monday night when they do their doubleheader. That is like about a 11-day run where I wish I could be parked out in Vegas doing my statewide show in Michigan and doing the Saturday Night Huge show. Oh, that is just, that is, that is flat-out heaven. Now, Scott Gammon, in regards to our huge question of the night, listening to Maryland, I'll vote yes for more regular season games. I definitely agree with you talking about moving the season up to the middle of August. I know they want to give college football. They all work with networks. and No. Like I said, with the summer schedule, you could get creative. Not every school district is starting the second or third week of August. You could, you could play some Wednesday night games in August. Then you got the extra bye week, which I think the Players Association would buy in on. You had a couple of roster spots per team. Now Jason Blake, who's a professional disc golfer, Frisbee golf. Uh, he tweets out Saturday Huge. It's like that in every Madden. They don't even use his name. What's the issue? Did you find anything, Zimmerman? Yes, I did. Are you ready? Yeah, what is it? All right, so apparently um, the EA Sports has a licensing deal with the NFL Coaches Association, and Belichick is the only coach in the NFL not a part of the Coaches Association. Therefore, um, they don't have the licensing to use his likeness. <laughs> He's the only coach not I, – I didn't know there was an NFL Coaches Association. Did you? Uh, not, not until five minutes ago. 
Exactly. Not to you just told me. And I've done a talk show now across America, nationally, and I've done ESPN game night, filled in for the fabulous sports, babe. I've done this now the last four-plus years. I never knew there was an NFL Coaches Association. I, NFL PA, you see the little logo on all the Maddens. I never knew there was a Coaches Association, and Belichick told him to stick it. Oh, no wonder why all coaches hate Belichick. Oh, he just, like, he's probably holding out. Telling them, you want to use me? You want to use the hoodie? It's a million flat. And they call it the New England coach. <laughs> that is that is the truth. There, he's the only out of the 32 NFL head coaches, only one not part of it. Is that correct, Zimmerman? That is correct. Thanks for the info. That's what I love about those producers back at CBS Sports Radio. Uh, you can join us live one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. I'll read your tweets at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. You agree with moving up the season? NFL should start middle of August. Yes or no? Your huge opinions are next. It is time for another award-winning update. With Mr. Baseball, Pete McCarthy. More huge in minutes. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, yours and mine. We do have Zimmerman, Moriello, and McCarthy back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Also, I have a reminder from the CBS Sports TV network uh, tomorrow. At 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, CBS Sports Network is on the diamond for coverage of the National Youth Baseball Championship. Don't miss the 13-and-under title game on the 24-hour TV home of CBS Sports. We do have our first huge question of the night. I say move the start of the NFL regular season to the second or third week of August. Add one regular season game Add an extra bye week. Own August. Eliminate two preseason games. You with me or against me? You can join in one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Jeff in Grand Rapids, Michigan, listening on 106.1 FM and AM 1340. The ticket, you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, Huge, great to talk to you. Uh, sorry to backtrack from what you're currently talking about. I do agree that we should be adding a game and moving back a week, give them another bye weekend there. But first off on the Bill Belichick point, It reminds me a lot of the NBA Live 90s when Michael Jordan refused to have his name in there and you would just have player number 23 on the Chicago Bulls. (laughs) Uh, But also to go along with that, I was calling about the steroid conversation in baseball. I completely agree with you with it just being the baseball diehards that don't want records to be broken. That's the only thing holding this to that standard of steroids because – A couple different points on it. Barry Bonds, on the years where he was putting up 70 home runs, wasn't even logging enough 
at-bats to qualify for batting average because he was getting intentionally walked so much that he was having to hit home runs every at-bat he had just to get those numbers. So for anyone to question whether or not he had the talent to do so, he would have been a Hall of Famer without the four years of high home run numbers to end his career, and he was doing it in far fewer at-bats than anyone today is getting to try logging their 60 home runs. And second off on the steroid point, you covering Detroit sports, I'm sure you probably have a little awareness to this as well. Uh, one person busted for the steroids and getting suspended was Alex Sanchez. And I think the only record he even got close to ever in major leagues was bunt singles in a single season. So I think that the steroid numbers definitely skew what we're looking at, and I really hate that they try to disqualify people from the Hall of Fame based on whether or not they were in the steroid era. Thanks. I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, my point was that we discussed earlier, and we'll touch on this later, uh, do performance-enhancing drugs or a player being caught? I, in the NFL with Golden Tate, we're like, okay, he's saying it's fertility. There isn't the same heat. You get somebody busted with a name in baseball, and they're the devil. But also remember when Bonds, when this started to hit in the flaxseed oil and everything, he was the first. And then there's, you know, there was McGuire, Sosa had the syringes, and there was a lot of doubt and no proof, and even even no proof with Bonds, right? And I know the trainer kind of remained silent. But everybody was like, he's the devil. And, and McGuire was never treated the same way. Never. It's a shame the way Sosa and Bonds were treated compared to McGuire. Flat out a travesty. Is it racial? I don't know. Is it just personalities? You know, Sosa was aloof. Bonds didn't like the media. McGuire would talk to the media. So I'm not just going to play the race card. You know, a lot of it, you know, we, we just assume, we go, oh, look, he's white, he's... Uh, he's Latin American and he's black. Oh my God. Uh, it's, it's a racist media. Well, no, it, it's how you treat the media. And Bonds didn't like talking to the media. Sammy, you know, from being in Chicago, he was, had that rock star mentality, right? You know, Hollywood type, you know, McGuire was, you know, Hugging kids, you know, kissing babies. I I don't know if I would I'd go down the path of just playing the race card. I think Hank Aaron did bring that up. And my God, what he went through. Hammering Hank. There's one of the great classic power swings of all time. You can join us live at one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. Uh, tweet me, ton of tweets tonight. Thank you so much. At Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Brendan in Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Bill, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to touch on the huge bargaining chip that the the Shield owns over the NFLPA, and I think there's going to be two things that go on in this in this. Uh, this 2020 agreement that they're going to have to come to. The first is that the NFL is going 
to have to cave to the PA about the marijuana policy because all the players basically want it. And from that, I think you're going to find that the schedule gets pushed back into August. So it helps the NFL that they move their schedule back. You get all these times that nothing is going on. And secondly, the players get what they want and lifted marijuana policies and things like that. The second thing is that I think there's going to be a handshake deal that goes on between the PA and the Shield about these players' misconduct off the field. So I think we saw it a little in Tyreek Hill in that they're going to not get them off the field for this stuff that they do because, one, it helps the players. They keep getting paid, and it helps the teams they get all the star power that they want on the field. So I just want to get your opinion on that. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for the call. Virginia stepping up tonight in the first two hours on the Saturday Night Huge Show. I think the NFL uh, could put it in the hands of local law enforcement and prosecutors, and they could say that they're not punishing until somebody is convicted of a crime, not just charged but convicted. You know, anybody who can write a police report and make allegations, they shouldn't be made public. I don't think anything should be public record until official charges are filed. Uh, You know, me being able to say, hey, Moriello threatened me, and I go to NYPD and I say, you know, I want to Fill out a police report, and all of a sudden, the New York Post is saying, oh, on the back page, Moriello is huge. No, with allegations? No. It should be that nothing official comes out, paperwork, right, from courts, from investigations, from anything, until charges are filed. I get freedom of information. I'm all for that. But freedom of allegations with Twitter and Facebook and the different rules you live by today, whether you're in sports, whether you're just a hardworking man or woman in a town somewhere in North well, in America. I don't know all the Canadian rules on it. No, it can, it can destroy you. No, they might do a retraction. They might do a follow-up story, but it will never have the heat of the original allegations. None of that paperwork, the police report, the investigations, anything should be released until official charges are filed. Well, then the NFL and the other sports leagues can decide, okay, if you're charged, if if it's a, you know, because then you got to watch the thing. Do you have someone sit out and they're charged and then the charges are dropped or they're found not guilty? Everybody's not found guilty, but no, but we convict everybody with Twitter and Facebook and sports talk shows and 9,000 cable and satellite shows. So what do you do? I mean, does somebody sit out and then you hurt their livelihood? Are they suspended with pay if it's a felony, if it's a misdemeanor, they still pay? I, I, I don't know how you do that, but if I was the sports leagues, and instead of trying to be a totally biased moral compass 
where stars will get different treatment than no-name players or on a weaker team or a team that their window closed. I just put it in the hands of law enforcement and prosecutors. And if they deem that charges should be filed, well, then do you, are you innocent until proven guilty? Is that the American way? I mean, Tyreek Hill, I think what saved him was that you found out that some of the video or audio wasn't doctored, but you weren't getting the entire full conversation. Well, boy, you take a little snippet that you dropped for 15, 20 seconds on Twitter, Facebook, the local news, uh, nationally. Man, that can that can take things out of context. I'm not I'm not defending his track record speaks for itself on what he's been involved with. Convicted of? Hey, he's been a he's been a star with a lot to bring to a football field. And we know the star treatment. It, it's everywhere, folks. And it's not just sports, it's politics, it's entertainment, it's people with money in your community. And power has no race card that they play. Money is money. Power is power. If you're famous, if you're rich, you're going to be treated differently in our justice system. You are. The media may not treat you differently, but you're going to be treated differently. So if I'm the NFL and I'm Roger Goodell, I get out of the moral police business, as the caller just said from Virginia. Uh, we say it's up to, you know, some coaches will still do that at the college level. They'll let a kid keep playing until due process. We'll hear that word. Until, you know, until the thorough investigation, which I agree with it. But then you're the coach, and if you allow him to play, and then it comes out that he did beat a woman or he slapped his mom, whatever it is. Well, then that coach has to deal with it. So I guess it comes down to how much the coach, the coach trusts a player, but also how much does that player mean, you know, to a program. And you look at Tyreek Hill and Mahomes and you look at the ratings for Brady and Gronk and Belichick and AFC Arrowhead and 50, what, 2 million viewers, whatever it was. No, he, NFL's going to look at that differently. And they, being the moral police, policing themselves just like the NCAA. Hey, we're going to hammer the NCAA academic violations. We're going to just rock North Carolina women, but not the men. Why? Well, it's pretty simple, right? Because the men mean so much money to North Carolina, a member institution of the NCAA. When North Carolina is playing in the tournament, people watch. You're big in sports, music, politics. You have a big bank account. You are treated differently in America in the justice system. You are. I can't do what some of these athletes do and you can't do in your job. Yeah, I'm doing a national show, but I'm on the weekend. Would somebody big in a big city get more leniency? You bet. I get it, and I get irritated with it. 
and I look at Tyreek Hill's track record, which isn't an arrest record, but it's a track record of what he's done, and it's appalling that the Chiefs would allow him to play. But if the local prosecutor did not find enough to file charges, who are we at CBS Sports Radio or you, any fan listening, or anybody on Twitter or Facebook, who are we to convict Tyreek Hill and say he can't play? NFL has their own moral police, and that's a no-win situation. And I agree, when they get this next collective bargaining agreement, you're going to announce that we will allow local prosecutors, local investigators, county sheriffs, state police and. Massachusetts or Michigan or California Highway Patrol, whoever it is, they will handle the investigations. They are trained professionals. The NFL has an interest in every investigation. Does that player mean something to the Shield? No Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs could change that team dramatically. And who's the most entertaining team to watch? The best team are the Patriots. Most entertaining would be Rams or Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? You want to join us? one 855 cbs That's one 855 Tweet me at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook.